Nice sound, isn't it? <laughs> Hi, this is Marius Harnalambus and it's time to get back to the drawing board. I'm currently at a seaside restaurant here in Greece that changed hands not too long ago. I've been visiting this restaurant for some years now. <laughs> Actually, I've been visiting it ever since it opened its doors. I've experienced it from having no visitors other than myself to being packed with people every lunchtime over the past three years. This year, when I first visited it, I realized that the founder had sold the business. I remember him telling me last year, in a short discussion that we had, that he was seriously considering an exit because, <laughs> quote, he'd made enough, end quote. This man had no knowledge of corporate finance or valuations. I highly doubt <laughs> that he'd gone way past of finishing high school. But I am confident that he made a sound decision in exiting his business when he did. The reason why the word change has become such a buzzword lately is because most people fail to implement it in their businesses. Had been easy, <laughs> no one would be talking about it, right? <laughs> this inherent human behavior, this resistance to change, is what makes this man's decision even more astounding in my eyes. And so, if change is difficult, why is that? And how is this related to the value of a business? Even more curiously, what does it have to do with a successful exit? That was my original point. Well, here's my take on it. Most of us are by nature neophobic. Successful business founders even more so, <laughs> despite their claims to the opposite. When asking business founders on the future of their business, 9 out of 10, time, 10 times, they will tell you that things are going to get better. Irrespective of whether their ships are sinking or their planes are flying high, they'll tell you that things will get, will get better. Irrespective of whether things are currently going good or bad. Problem is, things won't get better just through wishful thinking. It takes work, it takes hard work. What most business founders fail to understand is that even if they don't change, their environment is changing. What they fail to understand is that because the environment is changing, what worked and brought them money till yesterday will likely not bring them money tomorrow. As Dr. Goldsmith puts it, what got you here won't get you there. So, if you can't get there, where are you going to go? <laughs> well, the answer is simple, isn't it? You ain't going anywhere. <laughs> and if you ain't going anywhere, what's going to happen? Are you going to stay still? <laughs> Not a chance. The laws of entropy are powerful indeed and apply to everyone and everything, including business. If you can't develop, you will fade away. And here's another thing. 
not all businesses can develop forever. You have to understand that not all of us can create the next Zara. If you haven't seen any signs of development in your business for some time, perhaps this is a sign that you have reached a plateau. Not all businesses mature at the same level. And here's the connection between applying change and the value of your business. Lack of change leads to stagnation. Stagnation means lack of growth, which is, in its own turn, one of the three primary drivers of value in a business. It's for this reason, therefore, that my friendly neighborhood businessman made the right decision exiting when he did. When the business had reached its plateau, I can assure you that had he stayed, he would have made less money over time than he, than, than he made on a one-off basis. The alternative would have been to put in a lot of extra effort to compete with other similar businesses that have started, that have already started operations around here, coping his successful business model. Here's another example of lack of change and of erosion of value. In Cyprus, the government, which just like in every other country, is the worst, <laughs> the worst kind of businessman, stubbornly refuses to exit the National Telecommunication Authority. Despite experiencing shrinking margins for the exact same reasons that I have just outlined, I bet, I bet that the, uh, les incompetents, <laughs> as uh, they say in, uh, which was the movie? Uh, in Home Alone, <laughs> in the Ministry of Finance, will only sell it after it's reached a point beyond salvation, after it has already started burning our own money. So, let's get back to the bro uh, drawing board and sum up. Success brings competition. Competition erodes margins. Competition can copy virtually all of your attributes, save for your personal talent, which is why some businesses do make it beyond the point of, um, of average uh, maturity and become the next Zara. It all has to do with the personal talent of the founder. It's the only thing that cannot be copied. Everything else can be and will be copied by those with deeper pockets. Deeper competing pockets mean that you have to put in disproportionately large effort to retain your competitiveness, all the while working with narrower margins. Therefore, if you're a successful business founder, the worst thing that you can do that you can do is become attached and not exit at your peak to maximize your benefit.